Welcome to Full Body Frequency, the one-hour weekly show that celebrates everything full-bodied and fabulous. I'm Laura Rice, cultural curator, fashion designer, and your guide through the Full Body Frequency experience. This is the current through which we will explore the truths and explode the myths about the lives and loves of plus-size women. Since our lives shouldn't depend on how others see us, neither will this show. Full Body Frequency is the platform through which we will dialogue about moving through this world fully engaged with passion and purpose. Our foundation, fashion, art, culture, beauty, health and wellness, travel, and love. Each week we'll go behind the blogs with some of your favorite and soon-to-be favorite bloggers with The Flow. Our global hotness segment brings you the world as we explore the international adventures of plus-size women everywhere. We'll change frequencies and explore life's possibilities. Plus One is your takeaway for the week, and because we want to hear from you, Send us some listener love on Facebook at Full Body Frequency or Full Body Frequency at gmail.com. On today's Full Body Frequency, we continue our focus on springing forward. Spring has sprung and it's time to get you some, and by some I mean romance. Joining me today are two wonderful men who are common sense relationship experts. And when we speak about romance, too often common sense simply flies right out of the window. Who better to get us relationship fit this spring than Art Chat Daddy Sims, beloved Chicago media personality and host of WVON's nationally aired radio show, Real Talk, Real People. And Damon Do-Right Moore, a New York City-based nonprofit executive, and the creator of The Truth Relationship Forum, A Way of Life. If you're looking for Mr. or Ms. Right or Mr. or Ms. Right now, this is one full body frequency show that you don't want to miss. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. For the hell of it, no chapstick, can't help it. I love all women, big, small, medium, and tall women. Oh man, every one of you look good to me. Ain't gotta be a beaver to get wood from me, get it? Where the hell do you come from? Try me like a bullet, where do you get a gun from? Landing on your planet in another dimension. Looking at you, got me standing up at attention. You got me going.
Shake it fast, shake it, shake it fast. You looking like a bag of money. Shake it fast, shake it, shake it fast. You looking like a bag of money. Shake it fast, shake it, shake it fast. You looking like a bag of money. Shake it fast, shake it, shake it fast. You looking like a bag of money. Okay, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me. Let's jump right on in. So I'm going to start with Damon. Why did you or how did you become interested in creating platforms for those seeking romantic relationships? There were so many colleagues and friends of mine that were single. I thought that they were prepared for relationships, but for some reason they couldn't they couldn't maintain a relationship. So I knew that towards uh, uh, ending for that or a solution had to start with us with a dialogue between the two sexes, between the community, between the village, just for us to get some form of understanding. And how long have you been doing this? Three years now. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And Art, what about you? Well, um, I started the original Real Deal Relationship Chats 20 years ago at a coffee shop. People would always come there, sit down, talk to me, and we would share relationship advice and issues and things like that. And so I asked the owner of the cafe, you know, do you mind if I come here on a slow day, invite people? It went from 10 people to thousands of people to me filling, you know, stadiums and things like that. Um, I love relationship advice. It never gets stale. It's always something you can give to a person. People are always looking for advice when it comes to their relationships. So I just decided to do it and it's been good. But now do these public forums or gatherings that you host tend to lend to people opening themselves up and and having honest dialogue or does it produce public posturing or both? Uh, Both. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? It would have to be both because you know, people tend to send their representatives to events and, if you know, you look great, you smell good, you dress well, that type of thing. But yet it's never the real person. Uh, but then it also to sit back and decide when people speak about things and how they move and gesture and things like that. It says a lot about people. So uh, it's a little bit of both. You, you don't ever want to go to an event and not have a mixture of both sides of that. You, you, it wouldn't make sense. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, you might as well go to a club where the music is loud, people are drinking and just looking at each other and never having a really in-depth conversation. Okay. Okay. And Damon, what's been your experience? Well, I agree with Art. Uh, balance is key. Uh, some of the best segments in the forum are those that are 
infected by individuals that never even knew it was going to be a forum that night. They was just in the lounge, and people had a mic, and there was an issue going around, and they grabbed the mic, and they was just as candid as possible. And I got some of the best feedback right from those individuals that didn't even prepare to come to a forum that night. That just felt like they needed to share. That's mm, rich, really rich. It is. Is that's that's a good thing, and that's the way it works. Mm-hmm. It's, it, you know, you you can never really sit there and say, now, how am I going to plan this out? You may have a theme or a topic for the evening or a way to get the conversation going, but you'd be just surprised how people will open up. Even the shyest of people will come to you and start talking, especially if the conversation is good. Mm, good right. conversation. Mm-hmm. So within the context of these conversations or your forums, are there exercises during during or afterwards that you recommend that people engage in, whether it's by themselves, with a potential mate, or with their mate. For example, have either one of you recommended or taken the recent New York Times quiz entitled The 36 Questions That Lead to Love? I don't know. See, I'm really torn when it comes to things like questionnaires and surveys because your thought about it is one way where mine is another. Okay. Some some of those things, I was like, are you kidding me? You you do that naturally as a person. Uh, re- respond to somebody in so many days and time. So, yes, everyone who comes to my events, I try to tell them, listen, here is a lesson plan or at least a guide that will help you go in the right direction. But we don't follow rules. We don't pay attention. We do what we want to do. The The game of love and relationships is not new. It's It's been around since the beginning of time. It's just how you want to play the game and how you get played playing the game. Well, for me, I, I find that the only thing you can tell people is be true to yourself and mingle and be able to make yourself happy before you put those expectations on anyone else. Okay. So you try to look for someone that, if anything, is your mirror image as far as spirit. That's a challenge. Right. Well, one of the things that I will say now about this quiz, I'm going to go back to the quiz real quick. Okay. Is that I have someone in mind that I'm going to play with very soon, and so I'm going to share the results with listeners. Interesting. And, and, and you guys Yes, as absolutely, well. please. Yeah, absolutely. And, and is this somebody that you've been around for quite a while? No, this is somebody new. Interesting. And I will just leave it at that. Okay, very good. <laughs> I can't wait to hear the end result of this. Yeah, that would be good. So if you've just tuned in, you're listening to Full Body Frequency, and we're pairing ourselves for new relationships and talking spring love with experts Art Chat Daddy Sims and Damon Do Right More. And I'm your full-figured and fabulous host, Laura Rice. What are the obstacles or barriers that tend to keep folks from connecting? And since you all have been hosting relationship forums, what societal changes have impacted these connections? Go ahead, Damon. I can tie it all the way back. You know, I've only been doing this three years, but I can see the residue even from systemic racism where, you know, some some people believe if he's not making a certain amount of money, he's not a man or at least not the man for me. Um, I find that most of us get in our own way. We 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 block our own blessings because we have this uh, approach to an unrealistic goal that puts us in a cycle that we just self defeat ourselves every time. We we are self saboteurs. I couldn't agree more. 
Okay. I mean, he said it very well. Well spoken, my friend. Um, we the economy has played a huge part in people in relationships. You know, I know people who were coming to my relationship chats twenty years ago, and now these people are homeless or don't have a job or going through a lot of economic struggles, and they still don't have anybody. And so it it, it plays really bad on you that you know you would hope to meet somebody who is equally yoked. It's just not working well in the relationship department. And this economy would probably have a lot to do with it. Because a guy is not finna go out and buy fifteen, twenty dollars are here in Chicago and, and expect to be paying that all night and may not get him any or you know, or or just may not go anywhere. <laughs> well, come on now. And this may not go anywhere. I mean, you know what I'm saying? E- everything that we do is a give and take. Right. It is. Right. It's an mm-hmm. exchange. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, one of the things that Full Body Frequency does is that we explode the myths and explore the truths about the lives and loves of plus-size women. And in that spirit, what is the current conversation about dating and or hooking up with plus-size women? Well, plus-size uh, plus people. Plus size people. people. Right. Um, first of all, people think that there are a lot of uh bad reputations or misnomers about plus size people. And if you are a sexually driven person and you want to be loved and know how to love, then it passion knows no size. It knows no color. It knows no boundaries, no limits. Um, you it, there there is some discrimination, but then there are also people who do enjoy bigger people, the chubby chasers and plus sizers and things that. So let me just step back real quick, Art. One of the things that you talked about openly is the fact that you've lost a lot of weight. Oh, absolutely. So, 130 pounds. So talk about that in the context of how you used to date and how you date now. Well, that's interesting. Um, when I was much bigger, uh, I, I've never not been without a relationship. I right. tell people I got 99 problems, but that ain't one. It's been a situation where when I was much larger, a different demographic would come after me and want to talk and chit chat. And when I lost 130 pounds, I started meeting a whole nother crowd and group of people. And I just, you know, it it was weird to me because I was like, you would have never gave me any energy when I was bigger. Now that I'm smaller, you want to talk to me and in my face and that type of stuff. And I'm just funny like that. You know what I'm saying? And the funniest, yeah. And the funniest thing is, is that I now gravitate towards bigger people because I used to be big and I used to say to myself, I'm loving and I'm generous and I'm kind and, and I'm erotic. I'm whatever is needed to be, to be the best at this. So you should have loved me bigger and now I just don't buy it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I also thinks it opens up the window for you to be who you want to be. Mm, okay. Right. Yes. And, and Damon, what say you? Well, if I'm thinking about dating someone and you look at them, once again, I, I truly believe that you date your friend, and then y'all become something more. So when you're talking about full-size women, I, I I've separated them from a big woman and then a fat woman. I know girls that's just big. They stand <laughs> over six feet tall. They're just big women. And then I know women that's the same height both ways. I don't think it takes away from their sexiness. Like anything, it comes with your confidence. And if you're confident, I'm going to find you appealing. Okay. Well, fortunately, the truth is that for many plus-size women, we are tuned in to ourselves. And our expectation and our experiences with uh, dating is as written in the recent article entitled, This is an essay about a fat woman being loved and getting laid. 
our expectations of and experiences with dating is is not the cool in the shade, warm you up in, in the wintertime sort of situation where you're a convenience. Oh, an, an option. Oh. That's not been my that's experience. That's oh, not oh, my so experience. that's not your experience. That is not my experience. Well, you you have confidence and swag, and and you're you're a lady, so you know how to handle the situation. No matter what size you are, mm-hmm. you need to understand your value and your worth. And and so a lot of women think because they're large that they you know they have insecurity issues and and and, and esteem issues, and and it, it just it makes for bad. Uh, decision making in in the men that they choose, or if you're in a same sex relationship, the person you choose. Absolutely, so, you know, absolutely. And I think, and not to to look down on anyone who's not there, because it actually is a process of getting there. This article will be up on the Full Body Frequency Facebook page, but I'm going to read two excerpts right now. My curves are not in all the right places, but they still bring men to their knees. This despite the fact that I've been told that because I am fat, I cannot be expected to be loved, desired, or to have my body worshipped as a temple. This despite the fact that I've been told to accept any scraps of attention thrown my way because fat women are not allowed the luxury of standards. Our relationships are punchlines, not love stories. And yet I have been loved by men a foot taller than me and just as wide by men at my height and skinny as a rail. I have been loved by men both plain and handsome. I have been loved by teenage boys and men twice my age. I have been loved poorly by men who couldn't get past their own understandings of what love should look like. And in the moments of greatness, those same men have loved me beautifully. I've been loved by boys that I did not love back. They have wooed me and I have said no. I have been the sea witch in a low-cut strapless dress that clung to the rolls of my fat on my back with thick arms bare and jiggling. And I have made deals for hearts that I have then broken. It's not that these are noble or desperate men willing to see past my fat. I am not someone to be chosen as a last resort, but I am someone to be lusted after and pursued. I am not, never have been, and never will be your pity, you know what. Mm. So, and it goes on. I mean, there's, there's a lot there. I am picky and will dismiss a man who is not to my liking, and there will be someone else waiting in line to be tested. So there we go. Interesting. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well mm-hmm. said. Ro- mm-hmm. Well written. You know, I, 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 it speaks truth. It, uh, here's the deal. As I was telling you prior to this beginning of this interview uh, about the place in San Francisco where people go and view various forms of sex, and it's, it's safe. It's almost like the Disney of adult, almost a museum type of situation. And I said that the large size woman was the biggest attraction, and people just stood there and marveled and touched and caressed her and things like that. So, you know, big women or big people in general have always been adored. I just don't think people have publicly said, you know what, I'm getting ready to go get me a big old thick chick. There's a rap song out now where the guy says, uh, face like Claire Huxable, but body the size of Texas. That speaks to the fact that big people are being accepted more and more. And, and I just think the love thing needs to come quicker and better and not be so discriminatory. Absolutely. And the acceptance is all about you as a larger person accepting yourself. Right. And then that, that brings all sorts of people your way. Sure. 
There are a number of plus-size women who are in the same boat as Sarah Howell, the author of this essay. And Howell ends the essay with, we learn to stand naked in front of full-length mirrors and we see our many inches as whole. We learn to fall in love with ourselves. And when I think about how people move through the world, uh, it's, it really, no matter what size you are, has to be with passion and purpose. And so that takes a lot of work. That takes effort. And when we return from this quick break, we'll talk more about getting ready for spring love, including online dating. So stay tuned for more Full Body Frequency. We'll be right back. It's spring again. I can hear the birds sing again. See the flowers start to step along the way, the USO is there. It's an experience that that soldier will never forget. That's what the USO does. From the time they join to the time they transition out of the military, the USO is there, offering programs and support along the way. It's way more than a free phone call for us. It's an opportunity to stay mom, and the USO makes it all possible. Be a part of their journey. Learn more today at USO.org. Hey mom, how about this game? What's it rated? Uh, 
Let's see. T for teen with violence and suggestive themes? Uh, no. Know the video games your kids play. Check the rating and content descriptors. Read the rating summaries and set the parental controls. You'll be amazed at how easy it is to know. <sighs> this one better? Huh, much. Some games are for kids, some aren't. For more information, visit ESRB.org. It's spring again I can hear the birds sing again See the flowers start to burn See young people fall in love Full Body Frequency is back and we are Chat Daddy Sims and Damon Do Right More and I are continuing our conversation about getting your spring love thing. So we're done doing some of the internal and external work, the spiritual, the emotional, and the physical. And now we're ready to hit the town. So what are your top tips for acquiring spring love? Mine's is a whole different direction. Okay. Change, change no, here we go. Change your look. Huh. And, when, and when I say that, you've been in all winter, so you have that winter look. Now it is springtime. Whether you're male, female, get a new haircut, clean yourself up, bring out the summer clothes, the spring clothes. Now, and if they too tight or too small, try to get you update your wardrobe. If you ain't had a new wardrobe since 1976, get you <laughs> right, which is true. You know what I'm saying, gentlemen? Don't be out here with them sandals on and them white sweat socks. Get you a pedicure. Prepare yourself for the season make yourself attractive ladies y'all in them stretch pants if you can see your hands through them stretch pants you don't need to have them on nobody won't see all that so get yourself together fashion wise for the season amen and and i i have to say when i lived in california in la i saw men in those adidas shower shoes with socks pulled oh that oh, is yeah, the most yeah, turn off yeah, sort of yeah, look yeah. i've ever seen absolutely yeah oh, horrible, my gosh. horrible horrible okay yes. change it up okay damon i mean i just think be ready for the blessing the only way you could get blessings is with your hands open so that means you have to let go of some of those old tendencies even some of those old people that you hang out with sometimes the people in our life block our blessings because they reassure us in the negative behavior that we took on something that was selfish once again learn how to make yourself happy or it makes that job that much more attainable for someone that's coming into your life tend to to roll with winners and if you're a happy person it's easier for me to be around you mm, okay so we're talking about renewal and shedding of skin and people what about online dating, social activities, indoor and outdoor, charitable events, blind dates, church, you name it. I mean, are those things that people should indulge in? Or Absolutely. I, I think it's so important to be seen and, and see other people, but be mindful of where you go. If you've been going to church all this time and ain't picked you up and thought you was all that, then you may, <laughs> you may need to leave church alone for a minute, Okay. And then if you've been going to other places, you understand? So change your environment, change your situation. Uh, try another side of town. Uh, try going out of town. Try, try. you know, men love to golf. You know, go learn to golf, ladies. Learn something different to be able to attract you a different kind of man. And then, you know, don't be afraid of looking outside your race. And I'm just not talking about white men. You know, Asian men like black women, uh, uh, Dutch, Chinese, whatever the case. You know, so... 
just understand that there's other people out here and just don't sit around waiting on it. Get out here and look for it. Absolutely. Damon? I'm in total agreement with Chat Daddy right there. I mean, you got to change your people, places, and things. The only way, it's like Lotto, the only way to win it, you got to be in it. So you can't say, I want to meet people, and you're going to the same place where you're not meeting anyone. Maybe the church person is not going to be the person for you. Maybe you need a heathen, somebody that's going to balance your life out. Maybe you can save that soul. Maybe Jesus is sending you in that direction. But what you got to do is open up your heart and your mind for something different because the things that you have been doing haven't been paying off for you. So it's just like any investment. When do you pull out? When do you say, hey, I'm not making any money here. Let's go. I've had some success with online dating when I lived in New York City and L.A. And now that I'm back in Chicago, I've decided to dip into that pool again. And one of the things that I've noticed on this particular site, and I'm not going to say what it is, but and, and I certainly don't speak for all the women who are members, that some of the men don't present them their best selves online. And, and this is exactly what I mean. A number of them are photographed with... I don't, know, I don't know any other way to say this, but with struggle selfies, uh, complete with bags, you know, tongues hanging out of their mouths, and virtually no one is smiling. What I do know is that you have, both of you have any number of great photos that could be used for your potential dating profiles. I said, Art is the king of the selfie. And you do such a great job, Art. Thank you. There are parties. The, the headshot oh, parties. Oh, absolutely. Yes, yes. I, I attended one. Exactly. And really love that. Mm-hmm. Think it's a great idea. Okay. Uh, go ahead. Whenever okay. you're ready, I'm ready to answer this. Okay. Yeah. So, so why do so many people post struggle selfies when a picture's worth a thousand words? Quite frankly, based on what I've seen, we live in a world of functional illiterates. When it comes to these photos, I, I don't get it. So, can Art, since you're you're the king of the selfie, explain this. Oh, okay, I kind of want to go back just a little okay. bit to go back to where you said New York and L.A. You had great success. Sure. Chicago is horrible for dating. It is absolutely horrible. Yes, it is. And I've said it many times. It, 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 most people here are just playing. If you go on those websites at 9 o'clock in the morning, the same person is going to be on there at 9 p.m. in the evening. So when did they go to work? When did they do normal routines in life? No, Chicago is horrible. I don't care if you gay, straight, whatever it is, it's horrible. I just recently went on a trip to Las Vegas. You're right. Everybody's picture on this little dating app I have, they were smiling. They were nice. It was there. It, it was their best foot forward the whole nine. Yeah, so I, I get it. I understand that. Now, the selfie thing. A lot of people want to say it's narcissistic, but I do it because I'm a figure and people expect that of me. And I do different looks and images and things like that. Um, when it comes to dating, though, I would have to do probably a less subdued picture of myself. And you were kind of saying I read in the notes like the bedroom picture versus Chat daddy picture. The right. chat the chat daddy picture, I, I don't care for my dating world to see that. I, I'd rather have a much more subdued bedroom look. But, yeah, people lie so much in their profile pictures that it's ridiculous. Now, you know, with him meeting somebody on Facebook, that's their real show enough them. Right. Where uh, on, on dating apps, I don't use show enough me. I, I have a separate phone number for my dating and everything because people can trace you now through your phone number on Facebook. They can trace you. If you give somebody your number and you ain't quite sure, they can look at your entire life on Facebook just by your phone number or email address. So years ago, I got, uh, let me be real, I got a booty phone number. 
and, 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 and the email address. You understand me? And that's how that started developing. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, okay. otherwise, uh-uh. I, w- I wouldn't do it because now I-, I was in the airport yesterday and met somebody. And by the time I went to change planes, they had did all their research on me. And that's because I gave them my real phone number yesterday because oh. I thought they were worth it. Absolutely. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Okay. There yeah, we right. go. So, so there are different rules for different oh, folks. A- oh, absolutely. Different strokes for different folks. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. Going back to the profiles, a lot of the men on the site that I'm on are separated, which is a euphemism for I'm married but trying to get some on the side. How old are you, dear? Well, I oh, should never lady ask the lady. Never I, 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 okay, so let me let me just let me let me, let me digress. Let me dig, look look. I, I I think I'm on my own show. So see what I'm saying. I'm so sorry. So so let me digress just a little bit. Nothing but love here. If they are under thirty years old, no, they're not looking for a commitment. If they're over forty years old, so I don't care what age you are. I'm trying they're to tell you. They're over forty. Okay, if they over forty, they probably already been married. Uh, are not trying to be married again. They really are just trying to get them some, or they could just be questioning themselves as a person right now. So that's what the biggest problem is, you know, with relationships nowadays. No, women are always looking for that commitment, that that man, that mm-hmm, we're going to make mm-hmm, this happen. Mm-hmm. Where gentlemen, you know, like, it's so many, it's so much out here. Why would I make a choice in a decision? Why? Right, right. It takes the right. man to make that decision. Wait a minute now. Let's back that up. One of the things that I've been doing lately on this site is if I've run into somebody who's separated or has five or more children or and has never been married or has the designation other under religion, I just say thank you, but no thank you. Best oh, of luck. Okay. I do that. Okay. I respond okay. to them. I don't very nice. Them. Very nice. Yeah. Okay, very nice. But you're right. One of the mistakes that women make is not hearing what the man is saying or not reading what the man has written. His profile says looking for fun and you're looking for a long-term committed relationship. Do not engage with this person. I think it's clear, but we all suffer from selective sight, selective hearing, selective understanding. It doesn't matter if you tell them straight out I'm married. They'll say, that's not what you said. That's Ooh. not what I heard. Mm-hmm. Or you told me that you was upset or me because you was leaving home. No, I was with you because I'm a piece of garbage. I wasn't with you because I was going to leave home. I was with you because I'm selfish and I supposedly am in a relationship. So I just think it's for the individual to understand what are you ready to put in. Mm. It's not about verbal communication or how you take what they put online. You know how people treat you. You are supposed to of human behavior, at least by my age. You're on the other side of 35. Stop acting like you don't know people. All right. All right. I couldn't agree more. Okay. I couldn't. You know, uh, people crack me up. Well, you know someone's so married. Yeah, I do. You knew they see the most important thing is when you do meet somebody, you should be able to get every answer you want to know the first day you meet them. Mm-hmm. People just choose not to ask the answers in the question. So where he grow up at? What block did he grow up on? What Because I know everything. So I'm able to link that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's their auntie, cousin, whatever. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people just don't ask the question. They don't care. But but most of the time, married men will tell you right out that they're married. They will tell you that. You just choose not to pay attention to the fact that they're married. Um, the the baby mama drama thing, I tell women, choose your battle on that. If you're able to handle all of that, go for it. If you're not able to handle it, then that's a no-brainer. You don't want to be bothered with somebody that has baby mama issues and all that kind of stuff. But, again, this goes back to relationships have been around forever. 
I just feel that we do not know how to play the game the right way. Okay. And we don't want to hear the truth. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now we all have deal breakers. Some of mine include, again, married men. And for me, for health reasons, men who smoke and four-legged children. That, oh, animals, like yeah, pets. Animals, yeah, oh, okay. Pets, yeah. oh, I was right. like, oh, that's a new freak. No, no, okay. no. Asthma <laughs> and oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, that's a new freak, four-legged friends. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> No, because I have asthma and allergies. So no. Oh, so you'll take a guy with a kid, but won't take a guy with a dog. Well, I'm not allergic to most human beings. Right, right. (laughs) Oh, okay. Boom. Right. But but the other thing is, I know that this is not going to be a long term relationship if I don't feel like I can introduce a person to my family or friends. Like, I'm very clear about that. Okay, but how soon are you trying to do that? No, that, I'm talking about, like, uh, you know, you've dated for about a month or two, and uh, you say, uh, I'm not really feeling this. I'm not, I don't feel like I would ever be comfortable around this person and my family and friends or that they would be comfortable around him. Not that it's, it's got to be marriage or anything like that, but if I just don't want to introduce you to folk, then you know it's, it's bound not to be long-term. It's going to be short-lived. Okay. So, all right. All right. Well, you know, every relationship needs to be assessed anyway. And, right. and, and I'm talking about on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. You understand me? Mm-hmm. You could meet somebody who's extremely charming. I mean, beautiful, wonderful, great spirit. You think your energy's connected and all that. You get them finally in bed and they're boring and horrible in bed. So how long is that relationship going to last? So wait a minute. So is that one of your deal breakers? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. What are some of your other deal breakers? Uh, I hate dishonesty. Mm-hmm. I, I, here's the deal. Tell me the truth from Jump Street. Okay. And if I want to play the game, then I know what the rules are. Uh, I hate people who are selfish. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't be selfish. I'm very generous when it comes to things. I'm not going to buy you anything, but I will be very nice to you and do whatever I can for you because I feel that's the best gift I have to give. And then if you are horrible in bed, I just, I can't do it. I can't. It just, I'm a Scorpio and it's, it's been in my nature. And, and a lot of times when you know what the best is, why waste your time with the worst? This is true. This is true. And Damon, what are your deal breakers? Well, deal breakers for me, I have to agree with, uh, all on this. Um, if sex is bad, we just not going to make it. Mm-hmm. Sex becomes an issue when we're not having it or it's not good. Uh, someone that's selfish, of course, you're not going to make it because I'm selfless. And this has to be balanced. It has to be, I think, the most important thing in any relationship is reciprocity. So if they're not going to be able to give me, we shouldn't even go forward with this. Um, individuals, that's unrealistic. But bottom line, someone does not choose to be happy. If you don't choose to be happy, there's no reason for us to be together. That's the deal breaker. That's it. Because happiness is a choice. And until you realize that, you're just going to be going around and around in a circle trying to chase your tail. Yep. Mm. Absolutely. Well said, my friend. Because, you, you know, it gives, it, you're wasting your time. And, and it makes no sense to do that in this day and age. You know, lay everything out on the line. Be honest up front. Here's what it is. And either people going to buy it, they're going to love it, or they're going to hate it. So... You know, and that's how you have to do that. I think right now, a lot of people, you know, I know guys that's out there that say, hey, I was honest with her. I told her I had a girlfriend. I was honest with her. I'm not really bent on the honesty. I think that's a character thing. That's something that should come with individuals. But I am big on someone being fair, meaning that because you told her that you had a girlfriend 
it still was unfair for you to go forward. You know that she didn't have the discipline to stay away from you. You need to say, hey, let me do the best thing in here. At the end of the day, the person that we choose to be with, whether they are friends, they are they are lovers, they're supposed to make us better. And they're supposed to make us better because they deserve better and we deserve better. And together, working together, we can become better. And that's I've always go. thought that. I've always thought if I met somebody and they were trying to become a better person or whatever, I get it because I am too. But we got to work together with each other. We got to. You know, we got to become equal. You know, I, I've said many times, unequally yoked people have no place with each other. You yeah. must be equally yoked. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's probably the most grown and sexy thing that you can uh, you can achieve in a relationship is a partnership. Oh, absolutely. I don't care who you are and why. Right. It's the best thing. It, it really is. is. Yes. Yeah. So it's Full Body Frequency, and I'm Laura Rice, your host. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Brooklyn's own Damon Do-Right Moore and Chicago's beloved art, Chat Daddy Sims, men who approach relationships with a whole lot of humor and good old-fashioned common sense. Beyond those who are already in relationships, including those who are married, folks who are newly divorced, who should not be looking for love? And do you tell people who attend your forums this? Well, here's the deal. I never not tell people not to look for love. Always look for love, believe in it, understand that there's hope, all of that. But if you are already a bigamist or if you are already, whatever the case may be, or you marry, whatever, then don't, don't. You know what I'm saying? If you're not happy, get out of whatever you are in, be a free individual, and then come and start looking for love again. But I will never disencourage people. Oh, don't, don't believe in love. Don't look for love. I've been preaching about love for over 20 years now. So um, I don't know. It's interesting. No, you don't ever tell people not to, but you know if you're already in something or you're caught up or in prison and all that kind of stuff, hey, leave that alone. You chose what you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Damon? For me, more or less, I probably direct people on prioritizing. Meaning that you have some other issues in your life you need to deal with before you invite somebody along on that ride. Mm-hmm. So as far as looking for love, how about you prepare for the person that's out there for you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a firm believer if you have a child, male or female, mother or father, if you have a child under two years old, you shouldn't be out there dating. You have to, There's an adjustment period that's needed. Right. Right. Now that brings me to my next question in terms of breakups. Are there any rules or length of time that you should be by yourself based on the, the length of time you were with someone? And does it matter if it was a long-term relationship or even a short-term relationship? Are there time rules? for being by yourself and then looking for love? The problem with the time is that, once again, sometimes it blocks your blessings. And you have to understand that most of us, unfortunately, are dysfunctional enough to stay in a relationship too long. (laughs) Sitting there, we on the couch, hoping that person stop breathing. (laughs) <laughs> or, you know, that, it, that's, that's just what it is. It's like, why am I in this relationship? You don't know how to leave the person. Y'all guys are paying the bills together. I talked earlier about just the financial situation that our village is in. So you've been in this relationship, and you felt like you was cheated, and you are totally upset with the person you was with. you got to go through the motions, meaning that there's phases. You can be upset with that person. 
really looking at the situation for what it was, and you got to be upset with yourself because you were in that situation. So you could have left a long time ago, and you did not. And then when we're talking about love, we're talking about something that's illogical. So to put time on something that's illogical and irrational but feels great, I think you're just setting yourself up. Okay. It's another way to look at it, for sure. Setting yourself yeah. up for the okie doke. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, you're setting yourself up. Mm-hmm. That's like somebody telling me uh, I'm celibate, and I ask them why, and they say, because I want to know if a guy really likes me. That's dumb. Well, wait just a because not having, yeah, no, Just because he's not having sex with you doesn't mean that he likes you. That just means he's waiting. He has patience. Wow. Okay. What, what do you think about that? About celibacy? Yeah. Um, I just think I think it depends on where you are and who you are mm-hmm. and what you've been through. I think that if you've just gotten out of a relationship, there are two ways that this, this, this could go. Okay. If you've just gotten out of a relationship and you've it hasn't been a great relationship and it hasn't been sexually fulfilling, mm-hmm. I think all bets are off. Do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But if you are extremely emotionally vulnerable mm-hmm. and you feel that you're just desperate to be loved, don't do it. I just thought, you know, because women, we can date like men, and that's cool. But I think sometimes women think, okay, once I lay down with this man, he's mine. And that's just not the way that life works. Good answer. Good answer. At least you're not a confused woman. No. At least, at least you're not. A, no, no. And, and I mean that with all due respect right. to everybody listening to this show. But you, you have so many confused people out here that, you know, sometimes you just need you some. You understand me? And, exactly. And, 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 and it is what it is. You know, fair exchange and a robbery. Mm-hmm. But don't act like, you know, somebody done stole your heart. You right. Are you kidding me? You know, I, I tell women all day, every day, stop putting your trust in below your waistline you understand exactly. me because the moment you put your heart down there it's gonna get crushed exactly. and, and and you you end up feeling empty and i don't understand why yeah i do i do because mm-hmm. you you gave it up mm-hmm. too soon mm-hmm. right well not even so much too soon but you gotta understand what you're getting into right because uh again sometimes it's just like you just want to feel good oh absolutely and you just it's want, good for you it's good for right you. it's good for you so what haven't you done for love thus far that you are willing to try whether or not you're in a relationship. I've absolutely exhausted everything that I've ever wanted to do. Uh, fetish wise, fantasy wise, uh, travel wise. There are a couple of more things that I wouldn't mind doing. Uh, dating various types of people. I've, I've pretty much satisfied that. Like I would love to meet somebody from the Himalaya or something like that. Wow. Right. I mean, okay. you know, just, you know, just to say, from where the Himalaya. <laughs> uh, other than that, no, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because you have to live your life as you, as you grow and be mature and become a person, you've got to learn to live your life. And that's what life is all about. You, you can be book smart, six figure graduated magna cum laude and be just horrible in relationships because you've never understood how to love or what love could be about or how to give yourself to other people. So no, uh-uh. I, I'm glad I'm on the other side of all of that. Hey, Damon. Now for me, I think, what you, or not so much I think, I know for love, you have to do some form of compromising. And it's difficult if you, let's say in life, if you got grades, and let's say in your career you get an A, let's say in your health you get an A, it's very difficult to compromise because you 
this right. I got it figured out. I'm not letting somebody come in and throw me off of my game. But, you know, in your relationships, you're getting F's. So it's hard. I mean, it's very difficult. But it's, you have to always go in and understand that even if I'm right, I have to be careful because Hitler thought he was right. So even when you write, you have to be able to be open for the individual coming in. That's going to make you better, and together you guys can be so strong. That's beautiful. Yeah, that was very well said, brother. So now, is there anyone that's gotten away from you, Damon? And if you had to revisit that relationship, would you? Uh, no, if I had a time machine, I'd be right here on the phone with you and Art. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't go back. I think that what is mine is mine. Spiritual, you can make it biblical. But for me, it's mine. It's not going anywhere. I can't mess it up. And it's nothing I can do about it. All right. Same with me. If it was meant to be, it'll come back to me. And the funniest thing is, is some most of my relationships have come back to me at some point in life and acted as if nothing has ever went wrong or was a problem or a situation. And I appreciate that. So, no, I don't... Um, uh-uh. What it was is what it was, and I continue to move on. You know what I'm saying? And, and just hope to meet somebody different. And e- every person that I've ever dealt with, it's been a learning lesson. And I'm so grateful that I took the journey to learn. You know what I'm saying? And figure out what people are all about. That's what has put me where I am right now. The knowledge of other people's business and doings and shortcomings and all that has just helped me to talk about it. And I love it. And I also find I find a little bit of comfort in the fact that well, something I've found to be factual is that basically when we're dating, we're just making people better for the next person. Now, that so is true. Yeah, absolutely. We're doing our job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody got to play their role. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Get yeah. in where you fit in. And the people that we date actually make us better for the next person as well. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's a give and take. Have your forums yielded any long-term relationships, any marriages? Have any of your attendees named their children two-legged or four-legged after you? <laughs> well, um, I have three marriages and three divorces. So just individuals that felt like, you know, I can see now. The things that I probably couldn't verbalize or I didn't understand why I was feeling that way. Now that I've put it out there and the community has shared with me some other things that I could be looking at, Maybe I'm uh, I'm not so much wasting time, but maybe I'm here too long. Maybe we need to move on because we're not making each other better. And then I've had individuals, not so much marriage, but they they found that being in the group and meeting someone just in a different environment, not going out to say I'm meeting someone, but going out to say I'm working on me, and the other person found that so sexy. Uh-huh. And that's that's like the foundation of their relationship. Almost that little bit of selfishness becomes the draw. Like, I, I, you know, I'm into you because you are into making yourself better. That is pretty sexy. Interesting. Yeah. Art? I've had nine marriages. Uh, quite a few people stop me all the time and say that they've had uh, met their mate through me or they'll leave me messages on Facebook, whatever the case may be. No children have been named after me. No four-legged <laughs> children have been named after me. I... 
you know, I don't, you know, if somebody does name their kid Chat Daddy, I feel obligated that I have to pay that college tuition. You know what I'm saying? Right. Wow. Yeah. That, that would be like quite the honor to name your child Chat Daddy. You know what I'm saying? But no, um, I, I am always happy when people hook up and get together through me. I, a friend of mine stopped by the house the other night and I asked him how was his girlfriend and they actually met in my house, in my living room. And he says, oh, I'm going to propose nice you know what i'm saying so people do but everybody feels like i'm a safety zone and a comfort for them to meet through me but i always tell people just because you meet somebody at my house please let me know who it is i do invite a few nuts over too you know what i'm saying so right (laughs) you know i tell people please let me know who it is that if you met and if it ain't in my spirit for y'all to be together then i need y'all to move on but these these two did work out he told me he's uh, gonna pop the question this year to her that's beautiful. It is. It's really nice. I'm very proud. And of that's that. great art that yes. you would step in and say something, because most people be like, "Oh, they're grown. I'm not gonna say nothing." Oh yeah, I'll but then you have to also yeah. know who you're saying it to, though. You, I, I can't tell it <laughs> to everybody. I, but I do have oh, okay. friends. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I do have friends that trust my opinion enough that they'll come to me and say, "What you think of this?" And I'll say, "Oh, I don't know." And they'll say, really? And, I, and I'll tell them why. You know what I'm saying? And they'll say, oh, okay. Because everybody don't appreciate honesty. They just don't. That's true. And, and so, there you go. Right. So, but people who I do know can accept it and handle it. I'll tell them. And, you know, and they will eventually come back to me and say, you are absolutely right. Damon, any parting words of wisdom? When you're going to meet somebody and y'all get into a relationship, you have to have a go-to. I mean, where you just train yourself to keep that relationship going. And I believe it's about opening your mouth. Your mouth can become a weapon of mass destruction. So before you open your mouth, you have to say yes to three things. Doesn't need to be said, doesn't need to be said by me, and doesn't need to be said now. If you say yes to all three of those things, I think that only love and compassion can come out your mouth. Okay. But with that. Mine is very, very simple, but I, he just gave a great way of handling that. Know who you are first. Know yourself first and then know what it is that you're looking for. A lot of you all are walking around here with these long lists of, you know, perfect credit, good teeth, all that. Uh -uh. Find somebody who loves you. You know what I'm saying? And and, and they may not be the most perfect person on earth, but see, look for some potential in them. Look for some type of how do we grow together and make this be what it needs to be. So most importantly, just know who you are. Men who approach relationships with a whole lot of humor and good old-fashioned common sense. Art Chat Daddy Sims, Damon Do Right More. Whew, what a day. Yes, <laughs> what a sharing. Yes, what yes. a sharing. Again, thank you for sharing your considerable expertise on finding spring love. And for more information on Chat Daddy's wonderful show, Real Talk, Real People, which airs every Friday on WVON AM 1690 and on iHeartRadio, 6 to 9 p.m. Central, 7 to 10 Eastern, or Damon's New York City base, The True Form, A Way of Life, or any of the articles we've referenced today, please visit the Full Body Frequency Facebook page. This week's Plus One comes from Persian poet and Sufi prophet Rumi. The minute I heard my first love story, I started looking for you, not knowing how blind that was. Lovers don't finally meet somewhere. They're in each other all along. Khalid in Los Angeles, thank you for gifting Rumi's work to me. That's this week's Plus One. Until next time, tune into your own full body frequency, where large is luscious living.